And I do like the idea. I was talking about this with Haley. I like the idea that you and I, of all people, and there is just such poetic justice in this, you and I are the Rodney Glassman completists. <laughs> like of, every, of everything that we could be doing with our excess time right. and energy and effort, right. we've chosen to become the Rodney Glassman authorities. I, I I sit there and I complain about how I don't have time to do this, I don't have time to do that, and I don't have time to do that, and I waste, granted, only about once a month, but two hours a month. And actually, we do... For all kidding aside, we actually do do a smidge of research to prior to these. So two and a half hours. We do a smidge of research and the two and a half hours a month that we dedicate to Rodney Glassman is exponentially more than the attention his parents pay to him. <laughs> right. And probably more than his wife and kids pay to him also. It's it's definitely more attention than he's paid to any job he's actually had. So That's true. I mean, let's put it this way. If his father paid him two and a half hours worth of attention a month, then Rodney would not desperately need to be elected to public office to earn the love of his father. Yet again, everything that's wrong with America, the sad rich boys club, <laughs> the, the daddy didn't love me rich boys of America. Uh, I think that this must be an intro somewhere. And so we should okay. say uh, welcome to the glass rod. Welcome to the Glass Rod. Jeremy, do you realize this is episode 10? We have made it to 10 episodes. We, we have indeed made it to 10 episodes. And also this is, as we sort of alluded to in the intro, this is one of the biggest episodes yet uh, because this is the episode where we finally, finally get to count down to election day. Only how many days away? Before <laughs> I should have counted before you said countdown. <laughs> uh, only one, two, three, four days away. Four days away. Um, By the way, I'm still Joel. Oh, uh, I'm still Jeremy. Uh, yeah, so four days away, and so this is going to be our last podcast. We'll we'll see when this actually hits. It might be a day away. I'm definitely going to get this out before the election. I'm going to try to get it out this Friday. But if not, you guys might actually be listening to this on election eve. So uh, t- tense, tense times. The thing that keep in mind. Um, despite the Republicans' best efforts, this is still a seventy percent mail-in state. So realistically whether or not rodney won or lost has basically already been decided that's a really good point Uh, another thing to mention well i don't know if it's actually worth mentioning because i don't think we should mention names i know that there are several people that jeremy and i are rooting to lose on tuesday i can't think (laughs) of anybody i'm really rooting to win on tuesday i'm really rooting against several people no my my uh my my i like nathan nathan's a good guy nathan's a good guy uh so you know we're we're rooting for nathan um i and that's the only person i'm rooting for in that district and as far as like the other local politicians go my my father god bless his soul uh you know he's a democrat uh, as unfortunately are are we all or well i guess not you anymore um but and he had his primary ballot and the first thing he does is he texts me and he goes so do i actually get to vote for anybody or is it just is are all these uncontested i'm like welcome to the democratic party in arizona pops i, uh, I will have you know i am still a democrat and not only am i still a democrat because we have an excellent and still functioning absentee voter system in pima county i voted <laughs> in the democratic primary about a month ago nice, nice. yeah I actually Technically, I have not voted yet. I always drop mine directly off at the recorder since I'm just down the street from them. So the mail deadline means nothing to me. So in tomorrow, I'll probably be voting uh, for, I don't even know. We've mentioned the, the Democratic nominee for Attorney General so many times on this podcast. I have to look it up every time. I can never remember who it is. It really Listen, you have several choices in front of you, Mr. Zarzicki. You can vote for the loser in the general election <laughs> for governor. You can vote for the loser in the general election for secretary of state. I mean, you have a plethora of options. Who, who was I talking to uh, that was saying that, uh, and this is true, I looked this up afterwards, but somebody I was talking to the other day was super optimistic and was like, well, Hobbs is running ahead of every hypothetical Republican opponent in, in polling right now, which is true. 538's done like, or not 538, but whoever 538 catalogs, somebody, probably the Arizona Republic, has done four 
governor polls uh with the top carrie lake and and karen taylor thomas and whoever the hell else is out there the top like four and uh, and hobbs is beating all four of them and i'm like oh well that's that's great then that means she'll probably only lose by single digits come actual election time yeah i mean if democrats voted in non-presidential years then we she might have a shot Oh, so anyway, what are we here to talk about? Oh yeah, Rodney Glassman. Rodney Glassman. Yeah. Rod, the Rod Report. You you are the world's shittiest producer. You swore you were going to find that sound effect for episode nine, and it's no fucking where to be found. We take you now to Kermit the Frog at the scene of another fast-breaking news story. I think I actually swore I'd find it back yet in episode three. I think I've mentioned it multiple times. Uh, yeah, Maybe no, episode 10. I'll, I'll hold out hopes for episode 10. Yeah, yeah. We'll see if I add it in or not. Maybe I will. Um, so, Jeremy, what's new in the world of Rodney Glassman four days before the primary election? So we actually do have news in the world of Rodney Glassman, weirdly enough. Um I was uh when we chose to Google I chose to when we chose to do this earlier this week when we set the day to do it um I did the same thing I always do in preparation of the Rod Report is I I went to Google and saw <laughs> is there anything new in the world of you Rodney went, you went to Google and typed in giant ass clowns yeah. it's always results for Rodney Glass. <laughs> What was it? What, spam horse meat. Uh, <laughs> fascist horse paste. And then right, Rodney just immediately top of the results. Yeah. It's actually in the Urban Dictionary now. Actually, I should add that to the Urban Dictionary. Um, By the way, Char laughed harder at horse paste than anything that we've said in a very long time. I, I still think the, the uh, not a bit, not a bit because it was completely legitimately true but the, the ivermectin slogans that we read during our, our very yeah. limited sponsorship was uh was our crowning achievement so anyway no so i went to google and i was like oh what is rodney glassman up to because outside of this podcast i'd really rather not acknowledge he exists oh look <laughs> here's a recent article from az central by recent i mean yesterday um the hot off the presses uh apparently it's not directly about rodney glassman but obviously for obvious it's reasons, rodney it's rodney adjacent it's rodney adjacent apparently um abe hamada uh hamaday abe hamaday who as we all know from our our breaking news that just hit this week that broke a while ago but anyway uh got trump's endorsement and apparently scammed him into it so <laughs> which I have to tell you, that makes me like Abe a lot more. The fact really that he does. scammed an endorsement out of Donald Trump. I'll tell you, I like him a lot more than I like Rodney. You know, Abe is... And it's and he so, has the sexiest gun pick in all creation. Oh, definitely. And, and again, we both watched that debate. There's an episode of it, for those of you that haven't, that you should listen to if you haven't. If there's one thing going away from that debate that I can say is if you had told me without knowing that one of those candidates scammed Donald Trump and I had no idea who, who it was or who, who Trump endorsed, had no idea who it might be, I would have said Abe 100% because Abe just looks like that guy. Uh, so tell us a little bit more about the abe homiday breaking news because i also have some some rodney adjacent news i wanted to discuss so 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 abe um i can't believe i have to go through this debate uh homiday uh he had um uh, so basically when he, he was making his pitch to trump there's uh, a theory that an easy central opinion writer, Lori Roberts, who incidentally, I didn't even look if she's an actual editorialist or if she's a shell for Rodney. No, she's, she's an actual editorialist at the Arizona Republic, but she did some, actually some little bit of journalism here. Um, she um, noticed that uh, when the endorsement came out, she, she ran the campaign finance things and, and noticed that, uh, Abe had a million dollars more than he had like a few days prior. Like one day before. I mean, it yeah. was real quick. Uh, and then and then after Trump's endorsement, immediately had a million dollars less. Uh, and the theory uh, that, and, and again, I'm, I'm going to call her out, Lori Roberts, because she actually did do some good journalism on this. So the theory that Lori Roberts uh, put forward, which is now the theory that uh, Rodney has picked up and run with, is that Abe 
borrowed money from his brother, which isn't a theory. That's true. The campaign. That's true. It's in the reports. His, his brother gave him a million dollar loan. And then he immediately paid it back after Trump's endorsement, which leads to the theory that the only reason he did that was so that when they pulled the campaign finance reporting the, for the, this most recent quarter, that Trump would see Abe as financially viable. It turns out in total, and I, I, I went ahead and checked the campaign finance reports uh, myself, outside of that million dollars, Abe has had a grand total of $24,774 come into his campaign. So now that doesn't include, there's some uh, independent expenditures of about another 60,000. But so Abe uh, on hand has right now 74,000 of which only uh, uh, 24,000 is internal campaign money raising. I mean, I, I, I give him credit. If you can scam Donald Trump in this Republican Party, in the 2022 U.S. Republican Party, then, you know, you deserve to win a primary right. election. That Listen, he's by scamming Donald Trump out of an endorsement, he has done more work, more valid politicking, political work to win a race than Rodney Glassman has done in his last six elections. So... I mean, I'll give Abe credit. I think he did a great job. And uh, Abe, if uh, you become our new fascist overlord, then I'm going to put a picture of you and your sexy gun pick on my Canadian ceiling so I can uh, have it lull me to sleep every night. <laughs> so and also, um, I, I would also note that ne- next addition- to my Justin Bieber in a brown shirt poster. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you know <So>, canada <laughs> the, really putting together the holy trinity of, of <laughs> canada here um so i and i'll add on to that real quick that uh, not, you, you mentioned not only has he done more work than ronnie has but also by scamming donald trump i would say abe has done more donald trumpian stuff yes. than rodney glassman yes. has he's, he's better at being donald trump than either donald trump or rodney glassman. Right. in fact i'll go one further i think Abe is it should be seriously considered for the presidency in 2024 for the Republican nomination. I mean, absolutely. If he can train Saudi death squads, then he can certainly train the Maricopa County Sheriff's Department. Right. I mean, we everybody keeps saying the Republican Party needs a, a successor to carry that MAGA ideology that isn't Trump. And, you know, will it survive him? And like you said, here here we have a guy who couldn't give fewer fucks about being in office or being president uh, has actually murdered uh, brown people overseas and has run the, the, the scam, the scammer has, as I think by, by Sith law, isn't he now the master? Isn't that how this works? I mean, if you can skim, skin Jamal Khashoggi alive, you deserve <laughs> to be Arizona attorney general. <laughs> oh man. It, why, why, why did he not hire us for, for campaign messaging and speaking of campaign messaging, Joel. So, yeah, so, so Jeremy, I mean, Rodney must have some sort of response to this because Rodney is, as we talked about, he's a Trump Republican. I mean, he is a Republican because of Donald Trump. He says he became a Republican the day that Trump announced his presidency and came down the escalator and said all Mexicans are rapists. And his his entire shtick for the last, I don't know, six, eight, ten months since he declared was clearly geared toward getting Trump's nomination, excuse me, his endorsement. So what's Rodney's response been to Abe winning daddy trump's love and affection over rodney uh it's it, it's been uh mature and reasonable <laughs> and that doesn't based, that doesn't based sound in fact. right at all yeah no no of course not it's I'm it's calling shenanigans and whiny and everything you would imagine so um I, i'll defer to you because you're the one that actually watched the ad all the way through i clicked on it and kind of mm, i got the gist of this one um but what i will say is his twitter is just fantastic so first oh, off really? i'm not on twitter tell me tell me tell me rodney's tweets about old honest abe oh so uh, obviously i don't think he himself has called uh called out abe for being a scammer i, I don't i don't recall but he sure as hell has retweeted everybody else who has <laughs> who said that including his own campaign manager um, but like Sal DeCicil, Paul Gosser, you know, there's a whole bunch that are just so pissed uh, about uh, really about the fact that they're they're their love child of, of 
gooey horse meat uh, didn't get the Trump endorsement. So they've just been on a tear about about this, of accusing Abe, you know, essentially of campaign fraud, which he almost certainly did, um, but not under the law. I, um, I mean, it appears to be legal. Yeah, it, it actually it somehow is, which is fascinating to me. Um, and then I know Joel... I guess he's also had a, a little more formal of uh, some ads directed at Abe. Rodney released a video. Uh, I am I'm unclear if it's just on social media or if it's airing in Phoenix. I neither live in Maricopa County, nor do I watch TV in Maricopa County. I'm sure it's on YouTube. Um, you can also find it on his website in which uh, he talks about dishonest Abe. And he also, who do you think he vilifies in order to stir up Republican primary hatred against Abe Hamaday. I mean, what group, if Jeremy, if you had to guess, like what group would Rodney continue to pick on and vilify and, and really stir up negative emotions against in order to make his point that Abe Hamaday is not qualified to be uh, the attorney general of Arizona? Oh, there's so many because just hating groups is kind of how Republicanism works. That's their uh, thing. All right. Well, <laughs> the obvious one is immigrants. Immigrants. Bing, ding, 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 ding. Obviously immigrants. So Rodney's take on Abe, uh, he calls him Amnesty Abe, and he claims that Abe was a lobbyist under Obama and lobbied for more liberal immigration policies. And the video in which Rodney claims this, or the voiceover, it's not Rodney's voice, but the voice claims this is rife with scary people coming over what looks like a border fence and then law enforcement claiming we're all going to die from brown people raping our white daughters. And it ends with the vilification of as Rodney labels him amnesty Abe. I, now I did a little research before this and by little, I mean very little because I had better things to do like, you know, cook dinner and stare at my navel. I can find no evidence that Abe Hamaday was ever a lobbyist, let alone a lobbyist for uh, Barack Obama, let alone a lobbyist for Barack Obama who lobbied for more liberal immigration policies. Right, right. Well, and, and you know what I love so much about that accusation is there is, as you said, and, and we have not deep dove researched at all, but it does not appear that there's really anything to seriously back up these allegations. Um, but you know who there is a huge paper trail on that openly lobbied for Obama policies while Obama was in office? Rodney Glassman. Rodney Glassman. <laughs> Rodney Glassman was the progressive democratic answer to the john mccain senate candidacy in fact <laughs> i not only was he the progressive answer he again we cannot emphasize this enough technically ran against mccain now the polling or the final results where he lost by 24 points would seem to indicate run is a strong word but well you know, for Rodney, run is a strong word. PhD is a strong word. Pass the test is a strong word. <laughs> argue the case. I mean, these are all strong terms. Uh, speaking of arguing a case, listen, I have no doubt that Abe Hamaday was as effective and frequent a pro-immigration lobbyist as Rodney Glassman was a criminal JAG prosecutor. <laughs> I have absolutely no doubt that Abe Hamaday invested exactly as much time and effort in liberalizing U.S. immigration law as Rodney Glassman invested in prosecuting criminal laws as a JAG reserve attorney. So basically the same number of convictions that Rodney Glassman has as a, as a JAG officer is um, about the same number of, uh, of bills. bills. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, okay. yeah, no, that sounds about right. So well, at least we know they're equally qualified. Um, we do. They are equally qualified. Speaking of, qualifications uh can i can i bring up another rodney adjacent topic oh obviously so you know I, I think you and i seem to be on the same page where we 
believe it's either going to be Abe or Rodney who wins on Tuesday. Is that is that fair to say? <laughs> uh, yes, but I do. That is something I want to talk about. But let's finish your point first, because there is actually a, a little bit of a smidge again of independent research I did that I want to hit on in kind of our last section of this. But go on. Well, we might be going the same place because it seems to me like the one person who is not going to win the Republican primary is the one person who's arguably qualified to be yeah. Arizona attorney general, which yes. is Andrew Gould. Oh, yes. Yeah. Far and away. And and so and we are kind of going to the same place. So the, I, while I was pulling up Rodney's campaign finance reports um, and, and Abe's <laughs> and also, by the way, Rodney's campaign finance reports are just the amount of money he spent on strategists and and consultants to do what nearest I can tell was a strategy of spend a lot of money on strategists and consultants and then dump a million and a half dollars into television ads in the last month. You needed consultants to tell you to do that? Like if I just you're, if you're a Republican campaign consultant, how you must measure the drool in gallons when you find out that Rodney Glassman is looking <laughs> to put somebody on the team. I mean, the amount of money that you know you can bilk out of that no talent ass clown, Republican hacks must just, they must slobber like a pack of Dobermans at a fucking butcher shop. Oh, and, and you know, really showing the same fiscal responsibility he came to be known and loved for when he ran the ice rink in tucson um so yeah no um and and also on the same token uh hold on one second uh is it this one no it's it's his second quarter one let me open this up um not only did he spend and, and i know i've kind of deviated from your point but I, now's a good time to bring it up not only did he spend a ton of money on on consultants like we're talking like about 300 grand a month now granted i assume they didn't they did some other stuff too i assume they did some of their own internal media and stuff like that so that money wasn't just entirely for consulting but still i mean that is a a substantial amount but in addition to that um so his uh um campaign manager is a woman by the name of brianna ron now, we're still talking about Rodney, right? Rod Rodney. Rodney's campaign manager is a woman by the name of Brianna Ron. And Brianna Ron, um, I, I, I couldn't pull anything on her, what her history is or anything like that. But what I will say is, how much do you, it, it, first, she looks pretty young. Um, so I don't know how much experience she necessarily has. But how much do you think he was paying his campaign manager per month? Uh, $20,000. Okay, that's low. Um, seven thousand dollars. Jesus Christ! So she is making the equivalent of a hundred thousand dollars a year. Granted, not for a full year, but still. And 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 like I said, I I don't know where she comes from. I don't know. Maybe she is qualified to have to that kind of money, but. To basically to pay that kind of money for somebody to tell you to hire four consulting firms to then tell you to run a bunch of ads is just insane in brianna's defense there is not enough gold in the history of the universe that you could pay me or any sane human being to manage rodney glass oh, yeah. in an electoral context or any others oh no but i'm sure if she is a republican campaign paid republican campaign uh, manager and consultant and whatnot that this woman is soulless i mean there, there's oh, absolutely. so now getting back to the point you're saying so yeah on the campaign finance um we all know rodney made the most uh brought in the most money this election cycle joel do you know what his final uh number uh was as of this pre-primary filing i his don't my guess is probably two million something around there over that 2.4 million wow that's a lot of fucking money uh and then Andrew Gould, who you mentioned, is the only, and I think we all agree, only actual qualified candidate for this job was, uh, and I know I shouldn't cough on Mike, but was um, was third actually at really? one at 1.3 million is how much Andrew Gould uh, brought in. So despite one point in which he spent all, pretty much everybody has dumped all of their money. Because, you know, we're near the end of the cycle. So he spent, now granted, 2.4 is a lot for Rodney. We all knew that. But 1.3 million for a statewide Arizona campaign is a decent chunk. I mean, that's not 
he spent a decent chunk of money and is not going to win. Has no He's chance. He's not to going win. to win. Which you know, for those of you who don't know, Andrew Gould actually was uh, a prosecutor in Yuma. Unlike Rodney, he he he, he prosecuted criminal cases, uh, over two hundred of them. He then became a Yuma Superior Court judge, a uh, appellate court judge, and he then became a Arizona Supreme Court judge and left the Supreme Court specifically to run for office. And it just, I can't imagine, I would love to be a fly on the wall and listen to Andrew's conversations with his wife when they're brushing their teeth at night and he reflects on the fact that he is going to lose to either Rodney Glassman or Abraham Hamid, two of the most unqualified, gelatinous, moronic, fucking horse-paced in human form motherfuckers that have ever entered Arizona politics, which is saying a lot. I mean, can you imagine what he thinks about his career, his life choices, let alone his chosen political party, when he thinks about how he might get beaten by Rodney fucking Glassman? Do you think he actually... So I'm surprised he hasn't killed himself by now. I, I am surprised he has not chewed on a vial of fucking morphine and put a gun in his mouth. <laughs> so, and that brings me to my question. Do you think he thinks he's going or has any inkling that he's going to lose? Or do you think he legitimately believes he's got a shot here? Well, I mean, you and I both understand trial psychosis. So he might have worked himself up uh, into believing that he has a chance. And I'm sure he's dumped his own money into some Republican hack consultant who's told him that he's splitting the lines and it's the he, he's splitting the lanes and he's running in the middle and that's where he should run and, and he's got it on lock. So somebody's probably telling him something he wants to believe. But I think in his deep, dark hours, when he wakes up at two in the morning to piss and he turns on the bathroom light and he looks at his scraggled hair in the mirror and sees his sunken beady eyes and thinks, what the fuck am I doing? He knows <laughs> not only is he losing, but he is losing to quite literally the biggest loser in Arizona politics in the last 20 years. The only thing worse than selling your soul out to a, a fascist, uh, modern authoritarian party is to sell your soul and still not get what you sold your soul for. And still not get it. Exactly. Exactly. It's not even a Faustian bargain. It's just a Faustian ripoff. Which is when you end up putting the gun in your mouth. Because right. You think to yourself, well, my soul is fucking worthless. My Fair soul enough. is garbage. It's not worth a goddamn thing if I can't even get this price for it. So who do you think then was the number two uh, money uh, uh campaign finance gatherer in in this are you trying to say fundraiser? yeah fundraiser that's the term i'm looking for yeah yeah <laughs> number two swindler <laughs> there you go that's a better term uh rodney was the number one swindler uh i forgot her name honestly i've forgotten everybody's names except rodney andrew and abe uh i'm gonna go with the woman who was a corporate attorney or who owned a company i forgot her name so you're, uh, you might be uh, mixing up a couple. Well, you, so there was a corporate attorney. There was also a couple that owned companies. Remember, there's the woman that uh, was out in the middle of nowhere that had the farm or, or whatever. Yeah, not her. She didn't raise any. I'm not correct. guessing she raised any money. You're correct, though, as far as it is the um, corporate attorney. It was Don Grove. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who it was. What's yeah. really impressive about that is, and, and, and her campaign finance is exactly what you would expect it to be. It's her rich friends. You know, it's, it's all the money she has. But Don, I forgot existed until I saw this. You know, we watched the debate and we made a lot of fun of Rodney. We talked about Abe. We talked about Gould. We talked about Tiffany Shedd. But Don was like the most non-existent person kind of in that room. Um, and she still managed out. She didn't. She still managed to outraise both Andrew Gould and Abe Hamaday, which is just astounding to me. I mean, it just goes to show you how much money fascists have and how oh, willing yeah. they are to waste it on their friends' ego trips. Well, and 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 also, 
it, they, one, I, I understand none of us would have that kind of money where we can just throw down five grand on a friend who has n- no chance. But they, again, they, she has to know. They all have to know she has no chance, right? Like, even is, for all the fun we made at Gould, Dunn doesn't, Dunn's also not in the running for anything either. No. And, you know, at the end of the day, who knows what her, who knows what her plan B is. A lot of these consultants say, oh, you're building your brand. You're spending money on your next race. You're going to be in the cabinet or you're going to get a high ranking job, not the cabinet, but you're going to get a high ranking job in the administration of the winner, or you're going to, you're going to be prime in a prime position to run for some other office in two years. I mean, the nice thing about these consultants is they don't do jack shit to get you elected, but they will polish your ego like it's never been polished before. <laughs> right. So somebody's telling her something oh, to yeah. convince her that this is just the beginning of her political career and not the end. Oh, yeah. There, there's some definite hoorah for financial benefit going on here. All right. The reason why I went through all that boring sort of analysis is to bring me to my last part of the Rod Report. I, we didn't talk about this ahead of time, so I'm kind of springing it on you, but I'm super excited about it. Uh-oh. Since... Since we are on election eve, maybe literally on election eve, depending on when this episode loss, uh, runs, we've seen the debate. You've heard the campaign finance numbers. Now, Joel, let's. It's time for us to seriously put our money where our mouth is. What do we think the final, say, top three are going to be in the attorney general race? What order and roughly what percentage do we think they're going to end up with? Oh gosh, I'm going Abe Rodney. Andrew, I'm going, Abe will get 22%, Rodney will get 15 and Andrew will come in slightly below. I don't think Rodney's going to beat Andrew by much. I think Andrew's going to come in slightly, either slightly below or slightly above Rodney, actually. I could see Andrew beating Rodney because going back to I forget which episode four or five or something and we were reading the comment section on the Arizona Daily Independent despite Rodney's best effort to cultivate the racist fascist Republican base right those racists and fascists still hate him they remember him and they still hate him and they I'm not sure they're actually buying what he's selling so I think Rodney may might even come in number three under Andrew so I, I appreciate your optimism, I guess, for what it's <laughs> worth. Uh, so, and so then that everything, brings, everything looks brighter in Canada. What can I say? <laughs> yeah. So then that brings us to roughly about, you're saying about 50, mid 50% will go to those three. Yeah. And then the remaining of the field will divide the remaining 45. That's my guess. That's my right. guess. Um, I think you're overestimating how strong the remaining field is because after that, it really is Tiffany Shedd's about the only other, then Tiffany Shedd and Don Grover about the only other candidates that I think that have spent any money in this race. Um, so I, I think there's going to be a little more concentrated at the top. I actually, I still, you know, just cause we got to, I, I, I was thinking about this today when I, when I came up with the idea of doing this, I, I will do it to be the contrarian that I think Rodney might win, but I, I don't, I think he's going to win or come in second. So I'm going to say he's going to win for the sake of this. I'm going to say the number is going to be a little higher. Like I said, it's going to be 30 give or take. Okay. I think Abe's going to be second. Um, and I think if Rodney doesn't win, it's going to be Abe. And I think Abe's going to be not far behind, like high twenties. Uh, I think Andy's going to do, a lot worse than you think. I think he's coming in about where you thought about around 15% and then the field from there. So I'm going to say Rodney at, at let's say 30, uh, Abe at 27 and then 15 for, for Andrew, I think is the first gold. So, and, 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 and largely, I think that's just out of ignorance. I, I think we're overestimating. I mean, $2.4 million, Joel. I mean, that's a lot of fucking ads he's been It running. is a lot of money, but you also got to remember, Z, this is a Republican primary, yeah. not a Democratic primary. True. You might be operating from what you know, which is a lot because of your work in Democratic elections, local Democratic politics, on the Democratic electorate. And the Democratic electorate in off years and in local races doesn't give a shit 
The Republican electorate does. And that's why this country or your country now is in such horrific. No, no, I I get that. But the thing is, is, and yes, I understand that. But I I really do think it's just a critical mass because if we remove remove Abe's million dollar shell game uh, from the equation, Rodney still basically outspent all of his other opponents combined, not quite, but very, very close. Um, I agree with you. And I, 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 I can't believe I'm saying this because, you know, you are the, the, the other heart, the beating other half of, of the glass rod. I think you're underestimating how much people fucking hate Rodney Glassman. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, I, I don't know what you're talking fucking about. despise that man. I don't, Exhibit A, how many hours have you spent with me on this podcast? Right. People fucking hate Rodney. Well, and, and not to mention that universally the feedback we've gotten while doing this podcast or not the feedback. When people first learn that we're doing this podcast, it almost always is two things. It's you and Joel are doing a podcast about what? And then Rodney Glassman. And then almost without exception, I fucking hate that guy. Everybody (laughs) hates him. And it is no exaggeration. I've seen it when I post our episodes on Facebook. Rodney Glassman, this is no hyperbole, is the only political topic I can post on that both my Democratic friends on Facebook and my Republican friends on Facebook, the very few I have left, that they all rally around, laugh together and agree on and have the same perspective. Yeah. No other political topic can I talk about (laughs) that everybody, radical right and radical left, agrees on, except Rodney Glassman fucking sucks. Well, and also Rodney... um... So, so again, and this goes to my counter argument of why I do think he still has a chance in spite of all that is Rodney got the endorsement of uh, Biggs and Gosar, as we talked about before, who are just two, two of the most uniquely like on a national level, terrible people in politics. Like, I mean, they, they're a joke on a national level, but they are so unbelievably racist, just so out and out fascist sure. that I think that's going to peel off. I think. You've got enough dumb, hateful people in this state. No offense uh, to all the dumb, hateful people in the state. Um, <laughs> but you've got enough dumb, hateful people in the state that I, I don't know, man. I, I, I know what you're saying. And there's. I feel but, like you're forgetting. I mean, do you remember who his campaign chair for Maricopa County Assessor was? Who? Bill Montgomery. Oh, that's right. I forgot it was Bill Montgomery. His big endorsement, who everybody in Montgomery. If if you were active in Republican politics, Uh Maricopa, you know Bill Montgomery. Yeah. And he, I mean, Bill Montgomery was the Gosar of his county assessor election and didn't make a fucking difference. No, everybody still hated Rodney. That is fair. But the one thing I do appreciate where I, the, one thing that I'm I I think we are both right on and I think it improves the chance that Ronnie loses is my concern coming into this race was that it was going to be a a seven-way split um I don't think that's true I really do think it is down I I, functionally it's a three-horse race I think it's it's Gould uh Glassman and and uh Hamaday Uh, Amnesty Abe please Amnesty Abe MSDA, MSDA. When, when he is not training Saudi death squads, he's lobbying Obama for more liberal immigration policy. Barack Obama's best friend, uh, <laughs> MSDA. Um, and I think there's some, like I said, I think Don and Tiffany will pull off some uh, votes for sure. But I mean, it's between those three. So, and I think that consolidation hurts Rodney because I yes. think you're, I think you're right. Now it gives. Now there's only two candidates splitting the overwhelming anti-Rodney vote in the state, as opposed to the six that there there was when this started. So, all right, Rodney Glassman, chalk on. Uh, what is it? Uh, how does the aphorism go? Uh, uh, nails on a chalkboard in human form. Rodney right. fucking Glass. Rodney Glassman. <laughs> Oh man, how many? How many different? I what I should have done if again, if I were a good producer, if I if I all right, it, let's take a step back. 
I would like to say something in my defense because we always joke about what a terrible producer I am, and then the, the results speak for themselves. I mean, you're joking. Well. I'm not. I'm, I'm being serious. Right. Go ahead. You know, and I, I don't. I don't disagree. Results speak for themselves, and the results are. Eh. Um, but in my defense, I don't want to spend any additional time from what I have to to get this That's thing fair. put together. Thinking about Rodney Glassman, dealing with Rodney Glassman, because as we already pointed out, we spend too much time on this for for what it is anyway that's fair i mean this is acid reflux we can only handle so much (laughs) we gotta fucking drink some milk and call it a night i I don't have i don't have i don't have the budget to start going back into therapy again right now Joel. so (laughs) i've gotta i gotta cap it somewhere but what i was gonna say if i was a better uh producer and and you all at home can do this on your own uh if you so choose is i would have made a super cut of all the various things rodney rodney glassman the blank of human form (laughs) that we have done because there are several um but yeah rodney i think that wraps it up for the for the rod report oh our last pre-election rod report and, and as you guys might have heard in the intro we're still win or lose uh you know we're gonna do some stuff post-election for sure uh we'll, we got to figure out what shape or form that's going to take in but but it, listen, if rodney wins it'll be you know the four horsemen of the apocalypse podcast right. and if rodney loses it'll be you know horse pace loses once again podcast I mean, we have many <laughs> options what we will not do is we will not turn this into an either an andrew gold or or Barack obama best friend and the <laughs> podcast because they're neither one of them are interesting enough to to hate well no. I mean, maybe if we personally knew them, but unfortunately we don't. I don't, and I, I don't think that there are very few people that are really fun to hate. I mean, hatred is something you feel uh, as a result of injustice, or it is a response when you're slighted or when you're envious. I don't know that I've ever had as much fun or any fun hating somebody as I do rodney glassman i mean it is just it's a good time to hate him because because there is so there's nothing redeeming about him now you can say that of a lot of people there's nothing redeeming about donald trump there's nothing redeeming about you know probably every world leader um otherwise they wouldn't be world leaders but what makes it so much fun to hate rodney and i think we talked about this episode one as opposed to hating on donald trump is that Rodney's field is so limited. He, he, he can't do any damage except the damage he's doing to himself and his family and his reputation. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and it's 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 like with Trump, what makes people like Trump and McConnell legitimately scary and Clarence Thomas and, 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 and Alito and all of these people is these are people that probably will never have a comeuppance. I mean, right. the, these are the ultimate uh you know classical problem of evil in the world how can there be a kind and loving god if these people exist or, and, and are allowed to do this without any retribution blah 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 blah, blah. rodney's nothing but comeuppance Rod- like rodney, rodney glassman comeuppance in human form comeuppance <laughs> in human form so even if he doesn't even if somehow he manages to pull it out this time we know it's only a matter of time before it, the, the house comes crashing down because he's just so inept just so, he, will, he will fuck it up for sure um all right so that'll do it for the rod report um and i have a a short, yeah, how about a how about a glass from the a glass from the past i got a short a, pre, a pre-primary election glass from the past a pre-primary one um so <clears throat> this one is this is kind of short um but it requires a little bit of backstory so uh, as uh, for those of you that don't know, Joel and I are both big fans of the expanse. Um, and not as, as I don't want to spoil anything for those of you that haven't seen it, but uh, one of the plot points of the expanse that's also, if you haven't seen it, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? First off, stop listening to this podcast. Yeah. The expanse is far better than this. Go fucking amazing. That. Go watch it and, and read the books and read the books. Um, but one of the plot points that's mentioned many times throughout the series uh, is this thought of throwing rocks at a planet that eventually at some point your your technology is advanced enough. You can get the angular momentum going, get the gravity going to to use asteroids as a weapon of mass destruction. All right. So I, I use that as background. So, Joel, you can understand. Um, 
I I did a little bit of digging, you know, as I always research these these glass <laughs> from the past. Um, because there's a lot of talk about like ancient aliens and have we been visited before and were there um higher powers. And I found it's some fringe websites, but linked to some pretty credible research out of uh, out of England and South America. Um that there's some evidence that the asteroid that crashed on this planet 65 million years ago and wiped out the dinosaurs was, was propelled. And where it was propelled from, uh, if you kind of line up a trajectory of like a, a, of a, like a tractor beam or something, would have originated in Fres- what at the time was Fresno, California. So I'm not saying a Brent's fucking fertilizer plant. Yep. I'm not God saying damn it. I mean, the evidence it's, it's there. You people you, do your own research. It's out do your there. Research people do your, do research. your research, do your research. I'm, I'm not saying it happened, but there's, there's just some inconsistencies. There's some weird findings out there. And I, I think Rodney killed the dinosaurs. I, I mean, I, that, that makes sense. That makes sense because I think, you know, the, given the size of their brains, he was jealous. Like yeah. he, it was either him or them. Also, and, and quite frankly, they had the intellectual advantage. Right. Also, their success rate. I mean, they ruled the Earth for like 250 million years, Joel. Yeah, no you Tyrannosaurus know. Rex ever lost a fucking election. I know. What the like, fuck are you doing wrong? And and you know what? You know what? As we've done more and more research, and we found out that uh, that they weren't really lizard, they were more mammal-like. There's more and more evidence that they also took care of their children and actually loved them. Which again, yeah. That's, that's something that's gonna, uh, that's gonna make rodney jealous it also makes sense you know going back to your point about them being more mammalian than than lizard-like that actually makes sense that that asteroid would come from fresno because fresno as you know if you've spent any time watching Infowars, is the home <laughs> of the lizard people uh. and so if the lizard people are trying to take over the world from the proto mammalians then of course the asteroid is going to come from fresno so that's so, the lizard capital of earth 65 million years ago so what i'm hearing from you joel is not only did rodney almost certainly kill the dinosaurs again do your own research but it's out there almost certainly kill the dinosaurs but also it sounds like there's fairly conclusive evidence he's a lizard person as well oh absolutely absolutely okay. all right so so you you hear, heard it here first people uh rodney glassman dinosaur killing lizard person um i i mean i think that's a perfect lead into tuesday's primary that's <laughs> remember in this tuesday's primary your choice is between barack obama best best friend amnesty abe and dinosaur killing lizard person rodney glassman do as you will or or the actually qualified right. former prosecutor, former Arizona Supreme Court justice that no Republican is going to be interested in voting in because he's not quite racist or fascist enough. Right, right. Non-lizard person, non-Barack <laughs> Obama best friend. Uh, if Andrew right. Gould ever runs again, I'm going to volunteer to be his campaign manager. And I'm going to suggest the slogan, Gould, not a lizard person. Not a lizard person. <laughs> Andrew, get off my lawn. Also not a lizard person, Gould. Oh, I can see the signs now. They're beautiful. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's call it. Um, I will talk to you in a couple weeks after we find out what happens. We'll talk to we'll talk sooner than that. We'll talk to you all uh in a couple days. Hopefully, we got to do something either on Tuesday or That's after true. Tuesday. We got to do true. a break in news. All right, we'll do a break in news. Uh, we'll shoot for Wednesday next week. So we'll see when I get it up. But I'll, I'll I'm gonna make an effort to at least get these two up timely since they need to be. So. All right, guys. Um, All right. Hope, hope you've enjoyed this ride with us so far, and let's see uh, if, if, if the, this roller coaster eases into the station to start a new round, or if we just go right off, careening off the edge of the tracks. Uh, I'm going careening off the edge. I'm going. I'm going slamming our head into a brick wall on Tuesday. <laughs>
Oh!